Welcome to Date Night Podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. All right, so this time I only put four in here, so somebody's definitely going to get one because the we've only done it three times and only and once I've did somebody it. get it. So there is one in here. And it can be used at any point in time during our travels through the Underdark. To so immediately summon a troll be... that's related to you. That's right. That's all they're good for yeah. now. Looks like uh, highly the specific plot points. So Let's don't see. tell anybody if you get it. But I got it. Uh, no, you didn't. So <laughs> Yahtzee. You spend a plot yeah, point. If you, if you get, get it, the you yell point. Yahtzee. Yes. <laughs> um, but again, you don't have to use it right away. But it'll be good for our journey through the Underdark. All right. So pick one. And then we'll get is started. That, is that your subtle way of telling us you're going to torture us? Well, you know. You're all going to die. Please, I think it's pretty clear that that's going Sam, to happen. Sam, you already got one. It's not fair <laughs> if you get the other one. You're the only Are one who's... supposed to put it back in? No, we keep it. Well, if you put it back in, then some, it's the possibility that someone won't get it. Right. You just hang on to them. And, thro- you know, you can throw them out if they're no good later. But just pocket it so nobody knows who got what, I guess. So somebody has one, and other people have clever things that say tough luck on them. Okay? No, mindset? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So... I'm never going to play poker. (laughs) (laughs) So Eva has the plot. (laughs) We could all just (laughs) clarify that right now. So All it took was at me some looking point, at her. <laughs> at some point during the next few sessions, Eva will uh, surprise I, us with I that. I cracked under the no pressure whatsoever. <laughs> Complete lack of pressure. <laughs> That's good. So uh, we left off last time with a little bit of a cliffhanger. You guys were getting ready to go into the Underdark, but first Alani asked if you could all come and, and meet with her. And That's Zev... I just thought you were so concerned about M&M's and you're rolling clank clank coasters around. We just started recording, so there's some adjustments. Yeah, but he's adding background information now. Well, hopefully, you know, our listeners are are better at remembering what happened than you guys because they get to hear it every couple weeks (laughs) instead of us playing like three weeks in a row and then not seeing each other for a month. So... um, but Zev went to the Raven Tree a little bit early, earlier than everybody else, and had an encounter uh, with a voice that was coming to him uh, as he was holding Foebearer that asked him to return the soul of the orc who had inhabited the Woodwode um, to the Shadowfell where the uh, entity existed. I don't know if, if we made that clear or not. But, we didn't, but now I know. But now you know. That's where it was. Um and this was really Wait, the first entity? time. What's that? Which entity? This is who Zev was talking to oh, through the, the sword. The guy Zev was talking to was like, give it, give it here. Basically, yeah. He wanted the soul. Uh, basically, he said the soul had lived for too long. It had cheated death, and it needed to be sent back to him. Because the, the way that woodwodes work, basically, is when somebody dies, they uh, their soul gets bound to the tree golem, basically, to uh, protect the woods. So he had lived his life already as an orc, and this entity that Zev was dealing with didn't appreciate him hanging around on the material plane after his time should have been up. Um, 
So, Zev, this is really the first time you've spoken <clears throat> to this entity, at least while you were awake. You have had some dreams where you've encountered it and made this pact that's given you some of your power. Uh, but this is really the first time it's spoken to you. So, I guess, how is that treating you? <laughs> <laughs> so, you're talking to your god now. How does that feel? Yeah, how does that, how does that feel? Are we still, I mean, am I going in character now, or is this just like... That's up to you. Is this players' like, perspectives, or... No, like, what is... I this floppy microphone all the time. <laughs> they make a pill for that. Yeah, I think I'm going <laughs> to look into that. <laughs> that came out very clearly but does that through the have microphone. Anything to say, <laughs> does it sound very upset? Does, uh, if it doesn't sound upset, please delete it. How does Zev feel about it? I guess. Who are you? Are are you? I'm having a really hard time getting into the accent. All of a sudden. <laughs> <coughs> Are you my father? Are you my mommy? (laughs) I am neither your father nor your mommy. (laughs) I am Ildris, the Eye of Ravenna. I am father to foe-bearer, so much as such a thing is possible. She is a talon of Ravenna, the great raven. She and I are all... That remains of the great raven here on the material plains. I in the shadow fell, she with you in prime. We are her only power in this willful world. Parts of herself left here when she was banished along with her divine brothers and sisters. Though the tree can speak for her, only we can act. What did you want with my father? He served you for many, many years. Many orcs have served Ravenna and I. You will be the next. What is my purpose? I call on you to fulfill the pact we made in your dreams, the one that is the source of your power. But to serve me consciously, as your father did, after a fashion, as I said, as many orcs have done before and will do again, I require a different level of commitment. I am am listening. I am Ravenna's eye in the material plane, but she requires a hand as well. If I guide you to where she desires to strike, it is for you to obey those commands. I am always in accord with the great raven, and so is Fobearer. But Fobearer cannot act (coughs) by itself. It requires a willing wielder. It is the desire of all of us to balance life with death. That begins in the south of Lamoche, where there is a being that is our worst offender on the material plane, a blasphemy of life and death alike. Its chaos and entropy is spreading like a cancer, and for some reason it defies breaking down, defies death. You may discover why, 
maybe that why is not so in, as important as ending this blasphemy and sending her dark soul to my court to be judged. You said her. What, what is the name of this being that I am hunting? She is a fiend of entropy put into the body of mortals pieced together, <coughs> tumorous. And where can I, f- I find her in the south? Yes, any more? Can you give me any more to go on? What's her LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> she is at the center of the blight that is spreading north, where it is thickest. She is on the coast of the easternmost Crystal Lake. She is on the coast on the west side of that lake in the path that leads between the two of them. I understand. I will hunt down this monstrosity for the sake of my people. For the sake of your people. Fine. Is there anything else you require? Anything you need to know before you set out? What will we face in the Underdark? The Underdark here is even less civilized than you might expect it to be elsewhere. The floods that have taken this island have destroyed the bastions of civilization below. The Duragar camps, the drow cities, they are all abandoned. The things that creep there now in the darkness are even beyond my vision to see. Is there anything else I should know? Be certain that when the final strike is delivered on this being of entropy that you have marked her soul otherwise there is a chance it shall be reborn I can only use my mark one time a day Um, is there a way to know when I will be facing this monstrosity again does it have a name what does she look like? <laughs> have, do you have her driver's license photo? <laughs> I do not. Uh, <laughs> she is just known as undoing in our tongue. Well, what about other tongues? Marla. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not there. <laughs> Very well. I'm writing it down. It's canon now. <laughs> Um, she will not be in the Underdark. So once you, your plans are to come up behind her and her forces, I would save that ability once you do, until you see her. Very well. In the meantime, if you capture any other souls that are not in violation of their 
time that they are given here on this plane, feel free to use them as you <laughs> see fit. And what does that mean? When they're in the sword, you'll know. Okay. Anything else? Nothing comes to mind. Okay. Can I contact you again later? You may. Okay. Okay. You so. hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> Giant two-hander. It's like... <laughs> All right, so you've had that discussion. You've removed the yeah. one soul you had power in your sword. Um, and you're just going to wait around for uh, the later hour to come and everybody to show up. Okay. So you told, I'm trying to remember, you told <laughs> Aaron uh, to come. I told all three of them. You did? Yeah. Okay. So, because you were, I was talking to you through your hotel door. I caught, yeah, you caught you, Kira leaving the yeah. the guy who read her her book, right? Yeah, that's what it was. Sure. Aaron yeah. was like, Aaron was tanning. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sun's out, guns out. Because you're going into the underdark for a while, you so you're not going to have yeah. that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, really, get a little grounding and a little sun. So uh, when the hour comes around, it was midnight, I think we said that, uh, or as I've told you, to yes. come and meet. Do you guys uh, head over to the Raven Tree? or? Uh, yes. Is there anything you want to do before that time in the full last moon? evening of the... Hmm? Full moon? Is it full moon? I think it might not be full moon. I think we said it was... Uh, Two days away, yeah, a couple I days, Yeah, a couple days away before you could start the ritual. So, after, so tomorrow... We could say you could start it tomorrow. That'll be fine. So like midnight, twelve oh. It's twelve oh one right now. I can I can start it tonight, or I can start it no, tomorrow. The next, the next day. Next Got night. it. Yeah. Um, are we getting ready to leave from here? I don't know if you're ready to go. Uh, I, you are, gonna... I did crawl inside my uh, handy haversack. What does it look like? I just want to check it out. And GW is gone forever. Gonna, I tied I'm, some rope I'm around get out the uh, dungeon master's guide and read about the haversack. It just says um, each of which is an e- extra dimensional space. Um, Roll a wisdom check to see if you can survive the fourth dimension. Right, I'm gonna look. It, it says up. I can put someone in there as long, and I'm, I don't think I weigh more than eighty pounds as a gnome. No, you probably don't. You might have to take all your bells and ball bearings <laughs> <up> your <laughs> pockets. Well, those are in the two side oh, pockets, okay. and those two pockets get twenty pounds. You better home alone someone. We're about three minutes in, and it's a rules check time. Um, I want to say that Aaron is going to show up, but she's going to like kind of sneak up okay. so that, like, right when everyone's like, "Oh, I guess she's not coming," she like jumps out and scares them. Okay, roll a stealth check then. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> Uh, that's, uh, 18. Okay. All right. I'll keep that in mind. That's higher than everybody's (laughs) passive perception, I'm pretty sure. Uh, all right. Hayward's necrotic damage. Handy (laughs) haversack. Uh, It says you can survive for up to 10 minutes in it, but I just kind of want to look what it look like. What, what does it look like in there? I like a bag. 
Well, is it like a bag or is it just like a extra dimensional floaty space? It comes out speaking like Cthulhu. Talking, talking. <laughs> Love crafting. Hmm. Um, I guess when you look inside, this is the empty pouch. Mm-hmm. So it's just a dark, empty space. You feel around um, and it just feels hard and cold on all sides except for sort of on the top where you can feel a ridge on the side of the bag. And even though the bag was really small, um, this ridge is actually like just on the edge of your fingertips. It's pretty high. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Because it can hold eight cubic feet. So actually it's probably out of your reach. Yeah. So you just, on all sides of you except the top, you can feel these walls kind of eight feet around, and you're just in that empty, hollow space. Cool. Does, so it doesn't feel like bag material? Mm-mm. It feels very hard, like impenetrable. Perfect. But wouldn't it still puncture? Why are you being weird if, about it? Isn't there like a the thing If you, you puncture it from the it? outside. Mm-hmm. Or oh. if you overload it. Oh, okay. Perfect. Which you might want to be careful. You might not be able to put your all your ball bearings in the side pouches in terms of the weight. 20 pounds? Yeah, it can only hold 20 pounds in each pocket and you bought a lot of ball bearings so how many ball i bought ten thousand ball bearings (laughs) (laughs) they're pretty heavy are they yeah i don't think they're that heavy i think they're a pound each a pound each each the the bag each pound or each bag of one thousand weight of a ball bearing oh i thought you i gotta get another book out I thought you meant each individual ball bearing. No, <laughs> it's 10, no, pounds not of ball 10, pounds. It depends on the size of the ball bearing. Here we go. I think in the concept of D and D, it's ball a pound, bearings. a bag of a thousand ball bearings. They're two pounds for a thousand. Okay, so you have ten thousand. That would be mm-hmm. twenty. Twenty pounds. pounds. Perfect. Don't, don't, put, don't anything put anything else, else in that, in that yeah. one. Pocket. That's your ball you bearing. So pouch close right to there. busted your pockets. <laughs> he spits out a piece of gum and wraps in the and old wrapper and sticks it in the <laughs> Oh, no, that, that doesn't open the astral plane. That's <laughs> different. It's like a claymore just going uh, off all the yeah. ball bearings, shooting in every direction. <laughs> that could be fun. All right. For so, who? yeah, you're in there. You've got <laughs> It's complete dark. Uh, even with your dark vision, you can't see because there's no point of light at all to cool. go from. Cool, cool, cool. Unless he left the pocket open? No, like you can't see out because it puts him in that other dimension. Oh. I spend about fifteen. Uh, no, not fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. <laughs> I spend the next ten minutes hey, frantically trying to get out. Right? Okay. Um, but I did tie a rope to the bedpost. And you put the rope down in. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you well, saying I that. Tied a rope. I did say I rope. <laughs> um. So where is the grease wizard? I'm gonna pull. So I'm gonna roll, open the bag up and find coming? his. Cold dead it's been body. Rolling and telling three days. Check. Gonna have to shake it out of the bag. Uh oh. You did not put a rope. I did. I said it. I said it before we ju- before I came in. I did say it. Did he? I, he I did heard, say he would tie a rope. He said, I heard I'm rope, going to be honest, the... I don't remember the okay. sequence of events. If he said that he, he was doing a rope, then that's fine. after someone was like, aren't you going to die? But he did say it. Okay, yes. I didn't hear it because I was looking through the book. So you have a rope. So you're going to roll an athletics check instead. Oh, okay. Good. Much yeah. better. <laughs> uh, Maybe not. Uh, that was a... Um, hold on. 
This is going to be the dumbest player death. So ever. how long have you how long have you looked around <laughs> in there? I pretty much just went in. I wanted to feel what the sides were. Okay, so that's a two. So you're going to attempt to go up the rope. We hope you've enjoyed the two points of last rope episode. burn damage. Okay, rope burn. <laughs> Gotta try it again. Okay, you're going to be at disadvantage with your hands uh, burned and your finger dented from Seven, digging. Sixteen. Seven. Is that plus anything? <laughs> that That's it. You're just there, like, hanging on the side of the rope for a couple minutes, just starting to use up the air in the room and feeling like, uh-oh, this is what's going to do it. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> I really hope you don't die, but as part of me, it's just kind of like, this is going to be the funniest thing ever. This would be the most on-brand <laughs> oh, no. way that you could possibly one day, die. <laughs> one, one day away from being able to start his homunculus ritual, too. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm going to try it again. All right, yeah, you're just kind of <laughs> hanging out there at the moment. Where's this bag in his room? Can he cast spells inside of this thing? He can. Do you have For, levitate? I, I, well, yeah. I mean, it hasn't been 10 minutes. No, it's probably been three minutes or so There's now that eight. you've been struggling with eight. the rope. You, you take a couple more steps up the rope, and just the sweat is beating on the side of your face like... <laughs> Next time I go in this bag, I'm going to use the buddy system. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. All right. I guess I'll try it again. All right. You're at about five minutes now. Oh, oh God. Uh, 15, (laughs) 10. Okay. You get up to the top of the rope and you can feel the ridge of this, um, this plane, which is weird because... Your hand is basically invisible as it reaches over the top, and you could, that's about as far as you can see, I guess, in front of you. And uh, you can't feel what your hand is feeling on the other side. Again? Okay. Like, like his hand is 12. numb, or he does nothing on the other side to feel? It's just like his hand doesn't know what's on the other side yet until he's Passed into that other plane. Okay. That's kind of what I'm going to. Twelve? Huh? Twelve? Okay. You uh, pull yourself up. You've been in there about six minutes or so by the time you do. Um, and you emerge on the other side and crash down, you know, onto the floor next to your bag. Well, say this is what I was doing before Six points he of came. psychic damage for the rest of the <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> well, say this is what I was doing before he came to visit, because I'm going to go take a shower, because I got really sweaty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what you were doing <laughs> that caused you to have to go take a shower. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. You know what it's like inside the bag now. Oof. All right. Anything else? Any other interdimensional spaces you want to explore? Well, check by, check in the medicine cabinet. <laughs> Is there something in the medicine cabinet? No, it's just. Grease I'm wizard. thinking of the movie House, where he puts a rope into the medicine cabinet and goes to the weird dimension to try and save his son. Grease wizard exits the shower immediately, makes an eight foot ladder, and sticks it in the bag. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, he he could fly if he got really stuck. Yeah, that was a third level spell. Yeah, okay. It's nighttime. You're getting ready to go to sleep. <laughs> You're hmm? about to die, but you can't bring that spell <laughs> slot. <laughs> <laughs> Might need it later in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody doing? Anybody else doing anything before you go to the Raven Tree for the evening? I think you had mostly checked out what you wanted to check out yeah. in the village. So you head over to the Raven Tree. 
Tira and uh, Tira shows up, sees Zev just sitting there um, <sighs> meditating by himself. Oh. Tira's a little bit early. Um, in a few minutes, Alani shows up <clears throat> along with Rickmash and uh, Baba Ganoush. And then just a little bit after midnight, uh, the Grease Wizard wanders into the clearing as well. But no sign of Arn. <laughs> Where could she be? <laughs> <laughs> well, most of you are here. I was hoping all of you would be, but I guess Arn. Yeah, she usually some... sticks around. I don't know where she could be. Maybe she's resting up for the time ahead. Probably. Um, I guess. I guess that's okay. All right, so... Boogity boogity! Ah! 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 jumps out. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Ganoush fails her constitution saving throw. <laughs> Heart attack. And immediately has some spit go down the wrong pipe. And she... <laughs> I slap her oh. on the back. <laughs> gotcha! Oh, I haven't had that. Feeling in a long time. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And Alani just kind of looks over at Baba Ganoush and goes, Okay. So, um, Zev, have you decided if you were going with this party on their journey through the Underdark? Yes, I I think it is my place to be there. I take that as a good omen. Um, not only because you are Akagi's son, but because you serve the raven, and Kira is also a daughter of thorns. And she touches the tattoos on her arms that she received at Sator's death that sort of crawled off of his arms into the ground, almost not really crawled, like more flowed like water off of his arms into the ground and then eventually up to her own, and you watch them sort of shimmer on her arm a little bit. And she says... Uh, the thorns are protectors of life, and as, as the ravian, as the ravian, <laughs> he's like a raven but cooler. <laughs> he's it, like a raven, but he could fly. <laughs> that was intentional, by the way. So saith so the many, ranger. So many strange <laughs> things in this land. <laughs> that was intentional, by the way, because ravian, avian. Oh. oh. <laughs> It's not funny once you have to explain it. And Ki- nope. <laughs> and Kira, Kira does this whole thing in character. <laughs> um, the thorns are the protectors of life as the raven is the guardian of death. Please, though, um, tell me about your plans so I can offer you any aid that I can on your journey and so I can plan the defenses here in Raven Tree accordingly as well. We are going into the Underdark, I think, thanks to the non-player character, the players, us people. <laughs> okay, let me restart Who this. are these players? <laughs> Sorry, my English isn't working very well today. My voice isn't working. <clears throat> I cannot remember my accent. I keep going from Jamaican to like French and back. And <laughs> All right, listen. We're going to the Underdark. He almost died in a bag. Right. Um, we're going there. We're going to go do some stuff. 
would be a while probably. We're still wait up. And then um <laughs> Yeah, just and then for like war strategy, I mean I'm kind of a strategist, they call me. Um, Didn't you almost die in a bag earlier today? <laughs> you guys don't know that. <laughs> Unless you guys will that. never know that. <laughs> um, try and hit the other people. And then don't get hit yourselves. Right? There you go. This is a solid strategy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a genius. And Rick Mosh is just rubbing the back of his neck. We, we need to know a, a little bit more about... How long you think it it might take, or hopefully a month and a day? Well, that would give us plenty of. Time that is awfully specific. You'll see, in a month and a day. I think we are trying to sneak behind the lines to the Southern Blight so we can find this evil person down there and get rid of her and solve this blight as well. Right. So some of the things. I don't know. It's been a while. How much do you guys remember about like what Takashi told you or what you're? I wasn't there. I am Arin, daughter of Bloodfang. <laughs> <laughs> I have an intelligence of seven. For, like, for, for real? For real. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. Um, um, it's making well, my like, 11 look real good. I know. Right? Let's just say that we tell him everything. Okay. Him, him being, but we don't him, know. Yeah, I feel like him, I feel him. like Will is asking because he wants us to know. Yeah, I want to know. Like, do you guys as players remember? Oh, oh. no, because okay. it was it was a couple months ago, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we got to go to the Underdark to mm-hmm. get past to get through the blight because the blight is too oh. thick. Right, right, right. So we're going kind of a wacky way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going under the forces to come up back on the other side to go fight chaos entropy entropy right and and you were told um that either destroying this being or um the other option was if you could find the the third stone that was keeping it together it should sort of unravel even though she was entropy or chaos and usually would be used to things breaking down around her and just striking out quickly because of that as she gathered new forces She's found that because of the stone around, that the things aren't unraveling. So she's been building a bigger and bigger force. And the things that have been moving to the north have sort of just been uh, incidental, um, just kind of probing and testing where the weaknesses are, mm-hmm. um, but not really moving a big uh, attack force. But Takashi mentioned, if you do go and do this, if you kill her, um, whatever's left of her forces will likely then immediately strike out because they have nothing left to hold them there. Um, or if you remove the stone and she notices that things are no longer uh, being cohesive, it was very likely that the forces from the south, she would cause them to strike out while she still had them before she lost them. Get so lots they- of fire ready. Oh, yeah. Burn them. You got to burn them after you kill them. Make sure you torch them. Okay. Make a nice, big, thick wall if you have the time. We, and catapults. I've been um, extending the wall of thorns to the south of town as best I can each day. Um, uh, before we leave, I can hold a class on um, trying to teach the, the spell. I'll, I'll hold my own little class of how to teach Firebolt to everyone. 
We're going to play some fourth edition now where everyone has magic. <laughs> oh. What is this fourth edition? Doesn't matter. Speak? I've got otherworldly knowledge, right? I'm a god. <laughs> Not anymore. Wor- did you say otherworldly? World. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> right. Um, certainly. I mean, there would be some people in town who might, um, might be able to learn some of those arts from you. And if you had the time to teach them. All right. Do we have the time to teach them? I mean, the timetable is up, up to you guys, I guess. All right. I'm holding a class tomorrow. Tell everyone. Okay. And I, uh uh-huh. Can I convene with my patron to see if he wants lots of other little warlocks running around with, like, fire spells? Pew, pew, you pew, could. pew. Will lunch oh. be provided? Um, <laughs> it's more like a chips thing. Chips and a drink. Really water. Um, Since we're next to a river and all that. Right. Oh, do you have an accent now? No, or are I you don't. Doing here? You're making fun of me. <laughs> yes, I making am. making fun of my accent today. All right. That's fine. I will so, never make fun of your accent. I appreciate that. <laughs> starting That's to a like self-defense you. tactic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Sound good? Everyone got it? Get it? Got it? Good. Good. Eh. Right on. Yeah, I got it. Aaron's <laughs> attempt at doing your accent. <laughs> How, um, I cast uh, <laughs> Shape Earth and just drop Aaron five feet into the earth. Is that a... Uh, uh, it's uh, a cantrip. Uh, cantrip. Okay. Yeah. I was to say, you're not going to blow a spell uh, slot make to save a your dexterity life, saving throw, Aaron. I'm still laughing. <laughs> um, seven. Yep. You're in a hole about up to your chest and just looking out. You're still almost I'm as tall as the Grace Wizard. I'm hysterical <laughs> laughing. Can I, can I pick him up and throw him into the hole with me? No, you're me? in a hole. Uh, you away. could... Yeah, you could climb out. She's starting to climb out of the I hole. I wasn't going to climb out. I was just going to grab him and yank. Um, Is that okay? I didn't know how close. I don't think he's within reach. I oh, okay. I don't know if you were sitting right next to him. Never so mind. Then I'll just hole. climb out it, of the I hole. I make it five feet wider. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Let's go. Okay. So. Because if he continued, Arne. I was going to kick him into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron climbs out of the hole. Um, Aaron, roll an insight check. <laughs> are we in raven tree <laughs> uh that's um insight is that even that's a three with my plus one <laughs> you don't know why he put you in the hole okay okay <laughs> thanks for listening to date night i'm amy and i play kira If you want more Date Night on top of the episodes you get every two weeks, I wanted to let you know about our premium episodes that are available on Podbean or directly at datenightpodcast.com. If you go to our website and click behind the screens, you can become a premium member and hear at least one extra episode every month. These episodes have alternate GMs, guest players, or the normal crew, but in situations outside the main campaign. It's only $2 a month or $20 for a yearly subscription, and it's a great way to support us and help us cover some of the costs of running the show. So again, click on Behind the Screens tab over at Date Night Podcast to learn more. Or, if you're a Podbean listener, you can subscribe directly from our Podbean feed in the mobile app or on the desktop site. Now, back to the action. Alani says, uh, do do you know how long, you know, when you, by the time you leave, how long it will take you? Um, 
to make it through. I mean, it would be good to know how long we have for preparations, but also how long we need to hold out as these incursions have been steadily increasing, um, you know, as the weeks have, have moved forward. I've never been through the Underdark, so I... I speak Underdark. Can I take a... Can I roll any kind of check to have... You wouldn't know anything about distance. this particular Underdark or, or the distance. So you know, um, based on your... Uh, the map that you had of, of the region, mm-hmm. that if you were moving overland, um, kind of unharassed or, or whatever, it would probably take you upwards of... Uh, if if you're tracking the distance from the temple, not from Raven Tree, because you have to move north to the temple and then go all the way down, because that's the only place you know to get into the Underdark, you're probably talking 10 or 12 days of just walking, and that's not accounting for um, any sort of obstacles that you might encounter along the way. I relay that information back. Okay, so you just the overall distance yeah just like, so you, i don't know this is about the time frame that i could figure right so it we might actually take family, about a month probably a month we did a family vacation in the underdark once but the weather was super weird the whole time and my family ended up getting thrown out of the hotel and so then we killed the hotel owner well i didn't but my dad killed the hotel owner and we still stayed there and the point is the trip ended up being a lot longer than we expected it to be cuz then i think we inherited the hotel somehow <laughs> yeah, that, that's the rickmash just yeah, that's the rules of hotels. Oh, you kill the hotel you owner, you get the hotel. No, we just wanted to just see where this went. Waiting for someone to stop. <laughs> and so then I was like, you know, I'd like spend my whole day like running up and down the hall because like I was a little kid and like eating the chips from the vending machine. And the point is, things in my experience usually take longer in the underdark. I never realized the hospitality industry was such a blood sport. <laughs> <laughs> so probably a month, right? Um, you may not want to tarry here for too long then uh just based on uh the movement of things in the south toward this area all right um what are you laughing at i just had, i'm sorry i just had this weird little mental image of like conan the barbarian but that's actually like hilton <laughs> <laughs> welcome to hotel <laughs> this is mine now <laughs> Um, do you have a, a map or anything of the Underdark that perhaps we could look at and determine a little bit more closely uh, how long your trip may take? I used to have a novelty map from the hotel gift shop, but I got <laughs> rid of that a while back. No? I don't think so. <laughs> do we? No, we don't. Do you have any knowledge of where you're going to be traveling or how to get where you're going? Down. Yeah, probably just down, like down. and then southward. Right. Which is like another kind of down when you think about it. Yes. Double down. Double oh, down. Okay. Um, it can be hard to sense direction. I don't know if how long you've spent in the Underdark, but, you know, there aren't things like stars and the sun and other ways to orient yourself. Um, Please give us a hint. It may be difficult to... Do you have a map? I do, I do not have a map. Do you have a guide? about the Underdark. Where's Kalman? Does he have a map? You think he might have a nap? Um, a nap not a nap. A map. Is Kalman taking so. a nap? <laughs> Does he have a compass? 
Is he a compass? <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> he he almost was. There was a feat uh, that I almost took for him, which was like mechanical mind or something. That's cool. Uh, but That's I, I didn't end up doing redundant it. Redundant so for him. He does not. Um, um, he is not a compass. All right. In your Just, experience, Kalman is not excellent at navigating uh, around even a room. Well, he does know what north and south and east yeah. and west are because he would fit, fitch mash the mish. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so listen, you guys go te- go find a map of the Underdark here. In, in the morning. In the morning. I'll teach a class about fire spells and um, <clears throat> try and train everyone up. We'll leave the next day. Yeah, we'll leave the next day. And what you remember, um, uh, you again, from, from your conversation time? was, if you, <laughs> he wants to start his ritual. If you um, remember Takashi mentioned you might try to find a guide to take with you uh, into the Underdark. What about our Underdark friend? With the, with the, with the toad. Oh, the thing that Malkovich. With, with Malkovich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Takashi hey, said hey. maybe a drow. And or a uh, spore folk would be your best Her bet. Her name is Hannah. <gasps> a spore folk. I'm Anita. What is that? <laughs> oh, darn. Oh. Darn's not here. <laughs> it's not Dang worth it. it anymore. Curse um, you. And you Kira guys... says that. <laughs> yeah, Hannah is the only drow you know of who was in town. Hashtag yeah, but is it racist to ask her if she can take us through the Underdark? No. That seems racist. Go talk to her. I'll make my class. Maybe she'll come to the class. Who knows? <laughs> All right. I think she's probably avoiding um, Rickmash. Right. Or they're talking secretly. Are you saying that out loud? No. Okay. Okay. All right. We got a plan. Everything good. Squared away. Right on. Kira's saying aloud, oh, we should maybe talk to Henna for an Underdark guide. That's bloody what I just said, Kira. <laughs> Did you not hear me? No, because oh. I was thinking and looking back in my notes, because you don't keep notes. I do. I've got a case full of them. I've got I my can... case full of notes. <laughs> Show her. Rick Mash says, uh, I can go fetch Hannah for you if you'd like. Okay, I'll go with you. Sort of defeats the purpose of fetching, but okay. Okay. So To go with him and then come back to the group. Rick Mash goes uh, and you follow him up to the Chief Tagata Inn. And he goes upstairs and knocks on the door. And you hear Hannah on the other side. Uh, one night, not in the woods, and I still can't sleep. Well, we didn't have to do it right now. We could have waited till the morning. <clears throat> uh, yes, just a minute, <laughs> she says. And you get the idea you heard her because of your earring and probably Rick Mash didn't hear her. You can hear a little better. Wait, did they take me with them or? I don't know. Did you follow us as well? Because I, I was kind of assuming that you guys were staying there, and I was going with Rick Mosh. Because I'm, I'm kind of. You. Did you go or did you did you stay? Um, I I I probably stayed. Okay, so she opens up the door. She looks a little bit sleepy. She says, um, "Rick Mosh, uh, I'm Kira. sorry. I meant to for us to come find you in the morning, no, but no, Rick Mosh didn't listen." Um, when I was muttering this, <laughs> uh, come come with us to the Raven Tree. Uh, Alani is there, and the rest of these. What do you call yourselves now? Apparently, the Vanilla Crew, Thunderhorns. Thunder the, the the Vanilla Horns are <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla Thunder. 
No, the Thunderhorns. Mm. The Thunderhorns are the group with Dern in it. Now we're Vanilla Thunder. Hey, sir. Instead of I am so confused right now. So anyway, Hannah follows you back to the clearing around the Raven Tree. Okay, so oh, she stops. Actually, at the there's a really small stables attached to the inn, and she picks up Malkovich, who hops along behind her. How big is Malkovich? Yeah, I was. He's thinking... about the size of a kangaroo. Okay, so when that's you p- say pick up, thing. you don't mean like literally picking him no, up, because that's a very him. funny mental image. Right. If the closest thing Malkovich approximates in his size and the way he moves is a kangaroo, he just has much longer arms and scarier teeth, and those little sucky fingers like with suction cup type things on the end of them so not very cuddly (laughs) not the most cuddly thing you've encountered (laughs) somewhere around the raptor level of cuddly i guess like the undead raptor level okay so uh henna's brought back over there and with malkovich and she kind of looks around at everyone all right so uh this looks like some sort of militia meeting what what is this we have a slightly racist question for you oh good i'm i'm used to those (laughs) okay kira go (laughs) me (laughs) that's the best setup for your friend ever we have a really racist question go ahead and ask it (laughs) especially considering she was the one that went to get her right bring her back and then after an awkward stare at Aaron, <laughs> yes, who nods elf. encouragingly. Half elf, how are you going to offend me? Not attempting to offend you. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Anytime. <laughs> so we need to travel to the Underdark, and we need someone to help us make it to where we need to go. The Underdark. Is that something you may be able to help us with? Um. I need everybody to first roll a perception check for some. These are for two different things. Nine. Fifteen. Two. Perception. Perception. It's been so long. Fourteen. Double checking my ad. It's just like regular perception. Okay. Twenty-one. Okay. Um, with all of those numbers and the the one I have here, yeah, even a nine, you hear a crack on the side of the, um, thorns as Fury was sort of hiding out on the other side of the hedge, looking in at this gathering. I spin around with my swords out. She just, oh, um, I was just seeing what was bringing everybody here to the raven tree at this? this time. This is, um... Kane Furiesha, who is uh, Rick Mosh's uh, lover. Yeah, I don't. Girl, wife? Yeah. Girlfriend. I don't think they're married, but. I baby mama. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know who Rick Mosh is either. Mama. It's fine. <laughs> he's, he's the orc who's been hanging out with you. So, yeah, this is. She was one of the people who defended Raven Tree in our uh, cursed episode. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Sorry, didn't mean to sneak up on you. Um,. Just wondering what the conversation was about. Go ahead. 
and she just kind of crosses her arms uncomfortably and is standing on the outskirts of this meeting a little bit. I'm now just staring at her. Okay, that makes her more uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I also need all of you to roll an insight check. I'm too distracted staring at Fury. 13. 12. 12. Yes! (laughs) 8. Yeah, when you ask Henna about the Underdark, she's just kind of stone cold uh, in the way she responds, but you don't really get a read on um, what's making her kind of defensive, I guess, but you do maybe get a hint that there's a little bit of that there. Um, And after uh, a moment, she says, the the Underdark, no, uh, the, the, the call here was for, you know, bows to, to defend the village, right? Why, why are we, why are we talking about going into the Underdark? They have the best chicken salad. <laughs> I stop staring at Fury and I turn around and say, we are trying to stop the blight. We need to get to the center of what's going on in the south and we need a guide to get there. We have to go through the Underdark to get around most of the blight to get around to the main issue. If we don't... check was an 11. For the chicken salad? For the chicken salad? Mm-hmm. No, they don't. They, they really don't have great chicken oh, yeah, salad. The have... food there is a little bit different than what you'd be used to, I think. Look, I... Theoretically, let's say, if I could lead you through the Underdark, which I'm not saying I can, things are mm, things are not so static there anymore since the flooding that happened when I was younger. But if, if I could, I'd, even if I could, I don't know if I should go back to the Underdark. You, you have to understand that. Most people have the impression of the Underdark of this place that just draws evil to it and makes, you know, evil things want to come and dwell there. But that's not the only way it works. It's a place that imbues darkness in the hearts of otherwise good people as well. And I know this because it did to me when I lived there. I was not the person I would like to be again. And Rickmash kind of <clears throat> clears his throat. He says, Henna, you, you couldn't be swayed any longer. There's, there's no darkness in your heart anymore. And Henna looks over at Fury outside of the circle here on the edge of the clearing. And uh, I'd like you to all roll another insight check. Twenty! Okay. Eight. Not Nat, but... All right, Aaron, you kind of notice that her countenance changes some as she looks over at Fury and she drops her eyes toward her stomach, which Fury is pregnant still with. uh, Oh my God, she's still pregnant? Rick Mush's child. She's very pregnant now. At at this point, yeah. Oh, I didn't... Um, You forgot? No, I wasn't there! And Hannah says... Hold on a minute, are you pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were just bad. (laughs) So at this moment, as as Hannah looks over and gives her that dark glare, Aaron just says... 
they want Wait, to <laughs> Fury, you're pregnant? And Fury just looks, <laughs> and she's about, you know, eight and a half months along. <laughs> yes. Um, Congratulations! <laughs> thank you. It's a trying time to bring a child into this world, but Rickmash and I will make do. And Rickmash is looking at his feet, shuffling them back and forth, <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. Do you have some kind of legal document? It's kind like... of awkward. Um, but then Hannah, despite sort of the laugh that has come up and the tension that's broke a little bit in the group from Aaron's comment, uh, it doesn't look like it's broken the tension inside Hannah, and she just quietly, um, as she's closer to Rickmosh, says, I wouldn't be so sure about that, Rickmosh. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and she Wait, looks at what? all of you. He had said that she didn't have any darkness in her heart was the last okay. thing. Mm-hmm. So she's so. insanely jealous at this point then. Maybe. You can roll an inside check if you want. Eleven? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, but even with that, you get the idea there's definitely some <laughs> how this game works. tension between these people. Obviously. Um, she says... Look, um, I've pledged my bow to this village when you've called in your time of need, and I would much rather it be used in the light. But if the only way I can help is in the darkness, I will go. If you do not want to go, you don't have to. But if you can give us someone else who may be able to help us instead, in your stead, then we would appreciate the assistance in that sense. Preferably a cleric. Can we borrow your yes. weird dog? Is your dog a cleric? <laughs> Can he heal? Our healer left. No. Um, I. There weren't many of us who got out. There's still a number of us that are down there. All right, then come along. We will do our best to keep the dark from swallowing you again. Yeah, we all have a good alignment, so... Well, actually, I don't know about the uh, that guy, but most of us do, so I think we could be a good influence. Is this where I'm needed most, Rickmash, she asks. Oh, that's not awkward at all. And he just kind of looks down. He says... I don't know about Dungeons and Dragons, but this is turning into a great episode of Maury. <laughs> 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 uh, we could use your help here, but their mission is more important if they need your help. Rick Moss, you, you are not the father. <laughs> Fury's not even pregnant. She rips the padding off. It's <laughs> the bag of rice. <laughs> No, not in this campaign. It's corn. I'm <laughs> sorry. Corn, corn I'm, smart. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> it's a one. <laughs> so sorry, I didn't mean to throw us off the just, rails. She just kind of says, well, when you're ready to go, let me know, I guess. And she just starts walking off. Okay. And Fury basically glares over at Rick Mash. 
turns around and leaves too. Oof. And then I, not being good with English at all, ever, just look at Rick Mosh with a look. Hey, <laughs> is anyone else getting like a really bad vibe? Oh, Rick Mosh yachts. Um, <laughs> oh, it's been a long day. Um, if there's nothing else, I think I'm gonna go, uh, gonna go to sleep. Mm-hmm. All right, me too. Okay. Got to regain okay. those HPs. He, he gets up to... Uh, what are HPs? Leave. <clears throat> and Baba Ganoush sidles up over to Kira. And she says, Why did you notice there, dearie? Who is this person? <laughs> Spitleaves lady. Spitleaves, yeah. <laughs> 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 The best description for somebody who has no idea who it is is Spit Leaves Lady. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good description. That rings a faint bell because I listened to that episode. In the, in the Cursed Bandit Battle episode, Baba Ganoush was the one that would like spit on leaves to heal people and it only healed for like, what, two or three points at mm-hmm. a time. It was... Okay. Still don't remember who I... you. No. <laughs> I could give you some leaves to take with you on your journey. We'd like some leaves. We'd like some healing pots. We'd like whatever you could help us with, with healing and all that since Dern decided to leave us. You, you? Man, that guy sounds like a real son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he was, Zev. He was. <laughs> You've spent time in the you woods, yes, dear. Yes, I have. <laughs> you should know how to use these then. And she hands you three little bags of leaves. Of a million leaves. Just little crunched up dried leaves. What would happen if you made tea out of them? You don't know. Hmm. Do I need a medicine check? I'm proficient in medicine. 16. 16? Yeah, um, these can be used as a tea. That you can heal with. But they can also be applied in the way Baba Ganoush was applying them for a more instant, if less powerful effect. Okay. Do I know what those dice numbers are? What? Dice numbers for healing. Um, yeah, I guess you would get a general idea. If you if you use them as spit leaves, you're talking about a D4. If you use it as a T. And spend half an hour steeping it, but you have to immediately drink it while it's hot. Mm-hmm. You can get four D four plus four. That's a health pot right That's there. A lot better. Yeah, but and it's kind it, of what an if out, out of combat way. Um, what did you roll on your medicine check? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? I don't remember what I rolled on. <laughs> Re roll. Uh, you're lying. On. It's right still there. the same. No, I wasn't because I picked it up. <laughs> I didn't roll a two. Roll again. 13 plus 5. Uh, you don't think it would give you any specific benefits? It might, but they're counteracted by the smoke that you'd be hacking up. Yeah, it's not It's not good, good ganja. <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. that good kush, right? <laughs> no, it's not. It's much, This is much better when combined with liquid instead of fire for its effect. Because spit leaves. Yeah, these are spit leaves, not fire leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so that means that if I spit into the pot, I might get an extra D4 there, and it might be 5D4? You don't want to spit in them until you're ready to use them. You know that. <laughs> so then 
I make the tea and then I spit in it and hand it to my friends and then it's five D four plus four, right? 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 That sound right. I don't think that's the way tea works. <laughs> but these are spit leaves tea. You spit in the tea and none of your friends want to drink it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night. I'm going to sleep. Look, I know this is going to heal me, but I'm okay. <laughs> well, it could be worse. It could be Winston water. Yeah, but you guys drank, you nasties. It's good for you. I was unconscious at the time. Thank you. Okay, so you go to sleep. Can mm-hmm. I can I contact my patron once more? Yes. Okay. I so you hang around at the raven tree to pull the sword out. The patron says the same thing. Put my hands on it and just kind of try to meditate again. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll a religion check. You're at advantage uh, here by the raven tree. That's a nine. That's a ten. Ten. Um, you just sort of get a. Uh, indistinguishable whisper. With your tongue. Sounds like a lot of voices. <laughs> I think we have a bad connection. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't seem to to take this time. Okay. All right. Um, are you going to redo your? Had, had you fed Clippy already today? Uh, no. If you want to redo your feeding of Clippy to see what. Minus you're at in terms of your hit points. Three. Um, and if we're taking the long rest, Zev, can you go ahead and roll for nightmares? Can I can I sleep like at the Raven Tree? Sure, and you can be at advantage then too. Four. So as long as you don't roll a one twice, you'll avoid the 19. nightmares. Nineteen. I was very rested. Okay. Um, with the nineteen, you get visited in your dream by the voice again. It says. Uh, Sorry for the bad connection earlier. I was going through a tunnel. I was a tunnel. Uh, What did you want to ask of me? There was this idea about how best to protect this village. Um, I don't know if such a thing is possible, but the wizard that I am traveling with was going to try to teach some of the villagers a fireball spell. Is there anything that you could maybe do through me to teach some of them other powers. All right, roll a persuasion check. Uh, 16. Do I add my charisma to that? Mm-hmm. Uh, 20. Do you have a persuasion? Uh, I'm not proficient. Okay, no. so yeah, you just add your charisma to a it. 20. Okay. Um, I am not interested in the protection of the village. But do what you will. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what I can do, but okay. It's like when... 16 and 5 on his, so... Pretty close. It's like when someone says, no, it's fine, do whatever you want. (laughs) Pretty much, that's the... I don't care where we go to eat, pick wherever you want. (laughs) Not there. (laughs) <laughs> and then you pick, but not there. All right. So it's morning, long rest. What's on the agenda for the day? I'm going to go teach my class. Oh, but what? Yeah. I, how I'm going to, I'm going to raise awareness. And we're going to sleep tonight, right? Yeah, you've yeah. slept. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Tonight we're going to sleep. I assume. We won't leave till tomorrow morning, guys. Deal? Sure. Oh. Cool. All right. I attach a, I made a banner. I spent, I, I was up all night. Well, I got my sleep, but I made a banner that says fireball classes and I tie it to myself and I cast fly 
and I fly around okay. the city with uh, the banner hanging behind me. Okay. To kind of raise awareness. Uh, fair enough. Roll and it up. says, like, protect the city, learn fireball, a- cantrip, two gold It says pieces. all that on your banner? Uh, it's a long banner. <laughs> I don't think it says all that. Or if it does, I don't think anybody can read it. There's just a gnome flying around. <laughs> Especially <laughs> poor Zev can't read. He's just looking. That's so, really impressive. Hold on. Roll roll a persuasion check. Nat 20. Oh, my God. Perfect. All right. So, <laughs> Curse when, you gods of probability. When you move up to the training field, which is not... Uh, Nobody's running around on the field this morning. It looks like they're making good use of the nails that you brought back, and there's a lot of construction going on in the south of town, trying to build some towers along and and like a a raised platform behind the Wall of Thorns so Mm -hmm. that people can actually see what's going on down there and um, fire their weapons down. So that's what's happening uh, for the most part. So north of the river where the drilling field was was pretty much abandoned, and this... uh, um, this gnome walks up to the field as you're standing there, kind of removing the sign mm-hmm. from your assless portion of your chaps from behind there, <laughs> which is maybe how you were holding it in. I don't know. Um, so anyway, she says, I was using my telescope today and I saw your sign in the sky. Yes. We could learn how to use a Firebolt? You can. You absolutely Maybe. can. For a very small price. Protect. Two gold, I saw it. Protect. S- through my telescope. Through your telescope. Protect the city. Go. Bring everyone. Bring everyone you can with a nat 20. Um, I have to recruit? If I recruit, do I get part of the money? You'll get a discount. This is turning into <laughs> multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> so if, if they bring you two gold... And I recruited them. I get one, right? How about this? I'll give you 5%. You don't know how to teach. And I got a nat 20. I know, but I'm the only one who could see what you were flying around with. <laughs> so I'm really excited about it, but don't let me grow cold. All right. Fine. <laughs> fine. I'll give you one gold out of every two. All right. And she's off. And she's running around the town. Can I try to teach... Uh, green flame blade at the same little seminar here, like a breakout session. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I would like to attend the sessions, but I I'm plan- not going to pay attention. I'm just going to steal the snacks. Okay. Fair I'm going to be talking to Hannah during all this, so we can address that later. All right, we'll come back to that. Yes. All right. So after a little while, maybe an hour, the gnome comes back with Yohei. <gasps> okay. <laughs> this is a good class. <laughs> I'm okay with this. All right. All right, everyone. So you've got three gold you can add to your... Yes. And she's she's got one that went to the tube she paid you. Is that the whole, is that the whole class? That's the class. <laughs> all right, everyone. Let's get started. First of all, there are two types of smart in this world. There's book smart and corn smart. Uh, being book smart can fill your head, but being corn smart fills your gut. Uh, you can live a long, happy life with an empty head and a full stomach. But uh, try the opposite for a while and uh, let me know how it works out, right? <laughs> he's, giving us, he's giving us lots of wisdom. Right. 
Um, so <laughs> turned into Calman all of a sudden. Let's get started with the with the learning today. I'm going to teach you guys Fireball and Firebolt. We'll teach Firebolt first, and then go to Fireball. See if you can master that and help protect the city. See, this blight is coming, right? And you got to burn them down. You got to make sure they're burned, or else they'll come back. Oh, that's kind of scary. But uh, yeah, I'd love to be able to. Throw a fireball, and Yohei's just got his mouth open wide and nodding. All right. By the way, are there any somatic components to uh, fireball? Um, right. Uh, s- components to yeah. fireball? Mm-hmm. Is there an S? Yeah, it is an S. A tiny ball of bat and, guano. Uh, oh, sorry. Is there a V? There is a Verbal V. Verbal component. There is a V. Okay. This may prove difficult for Yohei. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure he can grunt. He's, he's going to try. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. So they don't have signed adaptations of these spells? Come on. No, it's not very accessible to become a wizard. Mm. Right on. All right. So let's learn. Do you guys want to learn Firebolt first? Yohei nods really emphatically. All right. So here you go. Firebolt. All right, so roll. Um, I mean, usually this takes a, usually this to. takes a lot of time to uh, mess with these things, and it takes running around and grabbing like the components and reusing them because they don't have the the arcane focus. So it's going to be a pretty tall order to try and teach in, particularly in a day. Usually it takes about, I think it's fifty gold worth of just blowing through the supplies in like eight hours to add it to a spell book. But we're loved in this village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, if you want to try to put out feelers to get some of those components. All um, right, yeah, we'll say I, I went to go talk to the gnome, Pippi, 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 Pippi. Yeah, Pigeon Pippi, Pigeon yeah, And we still had a budget left for... Um, one gold. One gold, yeah. Oh, but she had she's sort of the one she who's been in charge of like getting stuff. She's right. the quartermaster. Hey Pippi, now. I'm about to go do mm-hmm. this um this class here. Do you think I can get some supplies? These are the supplies I need. Oh yeah, sure. All right, grab it, go. And then I'm okay. flying around. <laughs> flying back? Yeah. Okay. So um go ahead and roll an arcana check. All right. As you're sort of casting a fire bolt and trying to teach it to the people around you. Touching my corn smart button. Okay. I feel like giving the corn smart speech has made this corn related. Mm-hmm. Let's say um, that the it's a the corn. scarecrow thing that you're attacking oh. is stuffed with corn stalks. Ah, I like that. All right. <laughs> so that's a plus one bonus on teaching checks. Arcana, yeah. Right. That's an 18 plus um, nine. That's pretty good. We'll see how um, this gnome and Yohei take to this lesson all right so and i'm casting it through the weapon of math destruction okay which uh i forget how this works you get to add instead of well you're already adding your intelligence modifier to that check okay i would let you sub that in for something else so i'm at this class do i need to roll too are you trying to learn fireball? You know, why not? I don't think I can let you guys learn in this way. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Just based on the mechanics. I was of the just game. curious. But I'm going to see if this does anything for these individuals. All right. Um, Yohei. Uh, so that's a 27. I rolled. 
18 he's plus a very good teacher. He's a very good teacher, but nine. My arcana is eight plus one corn smart. Okay. Okay. So, um, good teacher, but whether or not the pupils right. are good learners. Yeah, Yohei is How not. Be plus eight. Well, he's plus five plus proficiency bonus plus the corn bonus. So that's nine. Because his, his int's 20, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, Yohei is pretty worthless. Like, that's okay. He's buddy. not even good at paying attention to what's going on. He's already, like, straightening up. Some of the things on the on the field while you're casting Firebolt. Or That's firebolt. all right. Some of us are corn smart and some of us are book smart. I understand. Um, how long are you going to take for, for this? I'll take all day. All this right. is my thing to do today. So by the time you're done, this gnome who was very excited about these particular lessons has learned a unreliable version of firebolt but in comparison to what you think she probably had at her disposal before for defense it's probably better than than what she had before all right kiddo keep practicing go on teach oh, others if you can i'll i will i'm gonna the whole time that that we're waiting i'm gonna train and 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 train and there's gonna be like a, a montage off screen mm-hmm. and when you get back Da-da. i'm gonna be I'm gonna da, be. Da, Sounds great, da, kiddo. I'm gonna be. Da da da. Da da da. Fire. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm gonna be better at coming up with stuff. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> right on, kiddo. Go, go have fun. Poor turnout today, but you okay. see her focusing, and after a little while, a couple of false starts, you see this firebolt go out and just erupt on one of those corn corn buddies. I've done my due diligence. Okay, so you've trained someone. Did were you trying to train them? Trade sure. Yohei in, in flame blade. <laughs> Green flame blade. All right, let's see how that goes. Okay. Oh god, this oh, is so this is going to be uh, it's going to be Arcana too. I think the training of other arts, which probably isn't great for you. Thankfully, my proficiency bonus sort of cancels out my intelligence modifier, but it's right. still a seven. Yeah, and and Yohei is a seven minus two. So between the two of you, um, you've almost forgotten how to use green. No, it, it just didn't. It just didn't go well with you and Yohei. No, you take sword. After about an hour of you saying you take sword, and Yohei taking spear and just going like that, he he says. Anyway, he doesn't say. Instead of you say you take sword, he pulls out a bottle. Of liquor instead, and drink some, and hands it to you. This was a good day. And just shakes his head. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the two of you sit down for a little while and share a bottle of uh, rice liquor. I have a question mm-hmm. for Zavosk. The mouse is it just always on your person? Yes, he's my pet. Does he like live in the bag? You take him out. So, like, when we're in combat, if someone hit you with some kind of blunt... He's inside the chain shirt. Yeah, but if someone smushed you... If you got hit in the chest. If you got hit in the chest by something, it could smush your mouse. Aww. Where else should I put him? (laughs) Back pocket. (laughs) And so every time I sit down... Move him to your chest. It becomes very complicated. You might need a few backup mice. (laughs) <laughs> this is my pet. I take care of him 
That's why I keep him, yes, underneath just, my chain shirt, close about, to my heart. I was just curious about where the mouse went during combat. Where did you get okay. this mouse? I'm from in, in my, my home city of Gast. So you just found this Is mouse crawling mouse? around your room and yes. picked him up? He would, he would come into my little hovel when I slept, and I slowly taught him some tricks. What tricks can Wait, he do? Wait, he does tricks? He does tricks. He does a Dude. few tricks, and I pull, I, you know, he was sitting on my shoulder earlier, so I go ahead and put him down on the ground. And I tell him, okay, Scrabbles, turn over. And his mouth sort of flips over and plays dead. <gasps> can mice do this? Scrabbles. No. Mice well, are pretty smart. They can do mazes. Can uh, mice learn tricks? I, admit, I know rats can. Have yes, they can. Have you not seen The Green Mile? mice can learn tricks. No. <gasps> you, need, you guys need to watch The Green Mile. I know, I know that rats can do, like, basically shower. anything. Rats yes. shower. Can mice learn tricks? Yes. Sure. In Dungeons Does, and Dragons, sure. Does the mouse push to, a spool of thread? I need you to thread? roll a mice check. <laughs> a mouse you already check. pre-rolled the mice check. I got an eight on mice. And that succeeds. Sure. Based on what? Based on my love. Do you have a spool? I would love to teach him this trick. I find a short stick on the ground and hand it over. Okay, Scrapples, push the stick. Push the stick. <laughs> roll an animal head like check. <laughs> Twelve. He pushes the stick. Oh, Yay! Right. Good job, Scrabbles. Good. And I give him a little treat, a little <laughs> bit of pastry. He likes it. <laughs> what is the gnome's name? Out of curiosity, which gnome? I'm the, the Grease Wizard. Um, the King of Magic. You can the call one me. you train. Penelope, Tim, Omega, Omega Twelve, Twelve Don. Right on. <laughs> Her name's uh, now Fanny Firefinger. Fanny Firefinger. Okay. She's taken on her professional name now that she's found her path. At least it wasn't Fire Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> and thus a new hmm. end boss. <laughs> Fran pretty, Fire Fanny. I'm pretty sure this is how a new end boss has been created. <laughs> no, the end boss is going to be Yohei. Are you kidding me? I was thinking that the homunculus are now Fanny, Fanny Firefinger. Finger. My homunculus is going to be everyone's best friend. No, it's not. I guess we'll see. We hope you've enjoyed our date night together. Remember, you can really help us out by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again in two weeks.